the general idea is that, you know, if you give people a basic income, it's going to have a positive effect on the economy. And this is actually one of the tenets of the New Deal, is that if you put money into people's hands, like they're going to spend it and they're going to create demand. And so it has a positive effect on the economy because mostly like when you put money in, in, in working people's or poor people's hands, like they're not going to sit on it. They're not going to invest it in, you know, the stock market. What they're going to do is they're going to buy basic necessities. And when people have money in their pocket, that means that they're going to create jobs because they're creating demand. That's Dr. Alfredo Carlos, professor of political science at Cal State Long Beach, and I'm your host, Madeline Amato. Carlos is talking about the Universal Guaranteed Income Program that was just adopted by the Long Beach City Council. The idea has been introduced by many, but Michael D. Tubbs, mayor of Stockton, California, put the idea into action earlier this year by introducing the Mayors for a Guaranteed Income Initiative. Tubbs and 24 other mayors, including Robert Garcia, mayor of Long Beach, have all promised to establish a universal income program in their cities. The push for the launch of the program came from the economic strife Tubbs and many other mayors have observed in their communities, in particular in communities of color, due to the effects of the coronavirus pandemic. So, you know, I believe in universal income to start out with. I think it's actually a good thing for, for especially communities of color, but I think it needs to be paired with um, sort of price controls. What I mean by that is housing is, you know, like you're, you're mentioning, housing is decimating, you know, uh, communities of color across the state. Gentrification is, you know, is one of the things that Long Beach is specifically like um, under, especially this administration, has sped up with all the luxury developments in the downtown area. It's pushed out a lot of people of color, specifically Mexican-Americans and African-Americans. Um, so there's the issue of like just access to health care. So one, one of the main reasons that shows that the Hispanic, uh, the Latino community is actually suffering from in, in like by far the worst cases of uh, COVID-19 is, is that a lot of them don't have access to adequate health care and they don't because it's unaffordable. So I would imagine that, you know, if we implemented even a basic, uh, small, like universal guaranteed income program, even like two or $300, the first thing that they would do is to try to access health care. This isn't getting into sort of the fact that, you know, these communities are forced to, to like, you know, rent in the wherever they can find rent the cheapest, which tends to be the, the substandard housing, slumlords, and also a really dense community. And so it's no accident that they're suffering from the pandemic at higher rates because they have to go back home to densely populated buildings. They have to, they work in the kinds of industries that, you know, uh, involve like interacting with a lot of other people. So I think a universal guaranteed income program, one, will provide a little bit more security for them, but it has to be paired with rent control. Although a program like this sounds good on paper, Carlos said the biggest obstacle is finding a way to pay for it. Currently, the tax base for corporations on a national level is like, it's really dismal. I mean, it's nowhere near like, you know, 1940s under even Republican presidents. The, ta- the corporate tax taxes were like 91%. They're, they're like near the 20% level. You know, we just got, you know, Trump's tax return. You know, he, he, he's not paying anything. And so the way we currently do taxes, it's going to be hard to fund these kind of programs. But if we get corporations who, who are in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of the economic recession, are reporting record profits, if we get them to pay the, their actual taxes, it's actually really good for the whole economy because then, then they don't have to uh, struggle for, for getting consumers. So if, 
it creates like a good balance between, you know, making sure people have money to spend at the same time. If they're spending money, they're going to be shopping at Starbucks. They're going to be shopping at movie theaters. They're going to be spending their money in restaurants. Uh, and so it circulates money, and that's a good thing. Carlos said there are avenues to pay for it, however. I think one of the places that it could come from is, you know, defunding the police. And usually people get scared about defunding the police because then, you know, like they, they think it's going to be like completely getting rid of the police. But that's not what it means. Currently, the, the city budget, just under 50 percent of the general operating budget for the city of Long Beach goes to policing. Like a budget is essentially a moral document. And I, I would like us to see a transition to to really dealing with what causes crime and what causes poverty rather than sort of trying to like make police deal with every single issue in our society which they're ill-equipped to do. And so I think uh, universal guaranteed income programs are a step in the right direction. The difficult part is going to be figuring out how to fund it. So one, I think we need to fund it from other city services that like, are that I think are wasteful. The Long Beach City Council will be revisiting and finalizing plans for the launch of the program. But for now, Carlos said this is a good first step.